Hey guys, welcome to Raw Reality, a podcast brought to you by myself, Tori Story, and Fit with Lily. We are here to unpack everything health, fitness, lifestyle, and mindset, bringing you lighthearted and deep conversations about our raw reality. Buckle up, bitches. Let's go. <laughs> Hello, guys, and welcome back to our podcast, Tori Story. How are we feeling today? Um, Scattered. That's a good word. Yeah. Yeah. I would say scattered. Um, still thriving. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm, <laughs> I'm I going. We last recorded on Thursday mm. and it's only Tuesday. That's mm. not long in between. No. We thought of today's episode mm, maybe 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I had to delay the podcast 15 minutes because my minutes, I'm like on, I'm working on the minutes today. Yeah. And we're still late, but what's yeah. new? Yeah. It's just Tori goes to Thailand tomorrow for yeah. reference. Yeah. So there's just, and I just love to like triple book myself for things. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was saying to Lily on the way here, I feel like when I'm this busy, I'm more productive because I know I've got to get shit done. Every single time. Yeah. The more you jam packed a day, the more you get done. Yeah. If you know you only have to do two things that whole day, God, it's the You longest. won't even do those two things. <laughs> you won't even do those two things. <laughs> yeah. Literally, the more you have, yeah. the more you get done. Yeah. So I was like, I literally got home and had 15 minutes to get changed. Well, find an outfit. Get I'm going to say- Seven. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, redo my makeup, redo my hair. I literally have not showered since 6am cardio this morning. Um, then I coach. Wait, let me just run through my day. Oh, here we go. 5.15 beach walk. 6am yep. cardio. 7am quick breakfast. 8am coach till 10.30. Yeah. Straight from work to get my eyebrows done. Yep. Hour and a half. Eyebrows done, lashes. Yep. Straight home, changed, threw a load of washing on. She did. Um, Ate food. Ate food, shoved that down in, my, in the car, did some notes on my phone. Here we are. Then, what's after? After, we've got to record two bits of content yep. for two brands. Then I need to probably start packing them for Thailand. Totally great idea. Got to go to, well, I think you're going as well, like, for me to get balloons for <laughs> yeah, Jackson. With Maya, great. I have stuff to do too, but it's fine. We'll fit that in. But we might um, see if we can go on the way home from this. <gasps> great idea. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. Um, get ready, go for dinner and Yochi because it's Jackson's birthday tomorrow. Yeah. And then get organized to yeah. leave the country, which is Are you excited? Wild. I am. You are? Because yeah. this morning was different vibes. I don't know. I felt so weird about this. I literally think it's just because it's Jackson's birthday tomorrow. Mm. And I just feel really bad for like leaving. Obviously, it's not my fault. Like I didn't yeah. choose this day. But, and we're celebrating before and when we get back. Yeah. So like. He also like could not care less. No. But I know you care. Yeah. And that's I think I care more than him. Absolutely. Um, But I think it's just been so go, go, go. Mm. That you'd, I just didn't really have time to think about anything really. Yeah. So. That's so fair. We're here. We're having. Okay. Um, leaving the country tomorrow. And that's that. I have a let's I have a question before we start. Okay. This has nothing to do with our raw realities. Okay, hit me. I saw this question on TikTok mm-hmm. and I'm gonna ask you. This is so random, guys, so just like lock yourself in. <laughs> Would you rather people read your notes or your our messages? My notes. One thousand percent. Okay, but don't you have passwords on your notes? Yeah. So people can access your bank and get all your money. <laughs> okay, whoa. That just went real deep, real, I real fast. <laughs> Well, because I thought okay, about well, this. Okay, well, now everyone knows that I have my, my passwords on my notes. But, like, who doesn't? Tell me how you're going to remember your passwords. Yeah, I know. That's fair. But if you ha- – like, I have a lock on that. Oh. On that one. So they wouldn't oh, be able to access no. that. No. They can. They can't. They can. They can't. <laughs> That's not so, the point of the exercise. technically, my notes is literally my brain, mm-hmm. which is scattered. Yeah. So anything to do with the podcast, any of my ideas, some journals. Okay. Goals. So you wouldn't, I guess you are quite like, people kind of know what's going on in your life anyway. So it's not raw. Yeah, my notes deep. is pretty much my Instagram. Yeah. Like it's just like whatever's going on. It's just down on my notes. Do you know how many, like I have that many folders. Oh, my notes are, I have like 300 notes. Yeah. Of most random things. Okay. That was just a question that I. What was yours? I think I said notes as well. Yeah. Probably safe. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Okay, okay, cool. That was so random. Now I'm just going to go back to my raw reality notes. How, okay, so we had our weekend separate this mm. weekend. I feel like I haven't seen Tori at all. Yeah, literally. I saw her this morning. We did cardio together. Literally the only reason I did cardio with her. <laughs> so I could spend time with her. <laughs> and and then, we got our beach walk. And we got our beach walk. Yeah. Quick one. So let's go over your weekend first. My weekend was chill. Very chill. It was the first weekend I didn't have anything on. Tori was grumpy. I w- I'm getting there, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even here. What did I do Saturday? Saturday, 
Oh, I went to my kinesiologist appointment. So I took the morning off training because um, well, she was sore. Mm. Went to kinesiology. It was a wild appointment. Like every appointment was has been so different and that was my third. So the first appointment was like focusing on my relationship with Jackson. My second one was like focusing on my relationships with my family. And then this one was like life, business, financial, yeah. which was just like – Wild. I like how it is so different every single time. Mm. But we still touch on what we spoke about last week mm. or the last appointment. And then we went over like human design, which was so interesting because I could have sworn to you last time I did it, I was a manifesting generator. And then when she did it today, I was a projector, which at first I was like, oh, no, no way. If you quite literally have no idea what Tori's talking about, mm. me either. I searched it, makes so much more sense and it's really interesting. You basically just have to put, it's to do with like astrology, would you say? Yeah. You have to put in like your exact birth location, birth time. time. That's about it. <laughs> and time, it, location, date. Yeah. Yeah. And then it kind of gives you the background. So anyways, yep. carry on. Um, And it literally explains you. Like when she said you're a projector, I was like, no, I'm not. Like I just got really defensive about it. And she is too because we're both Sagittarius. And she read out projector and I was like, Yeah. That's me to an absolute T. It was like leader. Yeah. Carer. Really just wants to support everyone. Yeah. I was yeah. generator. Mm. Don't really know what that means. Yeah. I'm generator. Well, we're, we're going to have a session on it. We are. But we just haven't had time yet. No. So we will report back. That would be really cool to do on the podcast. That would. And like, like human design. And episode. getting someone in as well. Yeah. Just think about it. Yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, kinesiologist was great. Um, there wasn't as many tears this time and it was more just like a breakthrough, I feel like I would say. Mm. Um, but yeah, Corey is honestly incredible. She, um, I don't know how to pronounce her page, but it's on my Instagram, so you'll be able to find it. But she's absolutely amazing. Um, and then I literally just came home and the weekend was just like, let's do whatever comes mm. up. Yeah. Saturday was pretty chill, um, but Sunday... A little bit different story. We so I went to um, my de- my studio's concert on Saturday night with Jackson and our best mate Corey, who flew in on Friday night, and um, it was good. The show was really really good. But on the way home, we were meant to pick up my mum's dogs because she's away and bring them to our house for a sleepover. Woke up Sunday morning <laughs> at about five a.m. and snoozed until about eight because we were just like forced ourselves to sleep in. Yeah. Woke up at eight in the biggest panic. Fuck. She the, the dogs. I felt – I'd fed them and walked to them, like, prior yeah. to the concert. So I didn't, like, leave them high and dry. But I felt so bad, more so for Levi because he would have been fretting. Oscar's, yeah. like, pretty chill. He's deaf, so, like, he wasn't really <laughs> know. Um, But I felt so bad and that just put me in the worst, like, mindset. I just felt horrible. And then it was a rush to, like, get up, get ready, get mm-hmm. to the dogs, feed them, walk them, you know, all the things. And then I was just in the really, like – and it was weird too because I'd finished my period, which lasted about five days. Yeah. And usually when you come off your period, you're like, happy days. You are good to go. I was not good to go. I don't know why. I don't know why either. So I was just so grumpy. And then it was just like little things were happening, but like the little shit was getting to me and I just built up and I was just like this grumpy fucking bitch. (laughs) Sorry, apologies to Jackson and Corey who had to witness all of that. Um, But it's probably because I was gone because I'm back and she's good. So it's mm, obviously to do with me. Obviously. (laughs) You just can't leave ever again. Um, And woke up Monday, fine. Ready to go. So... I don't really know what happened. Yeah. I'm just going to blame it on the hormones. The moon was in the microwave. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. I've never heard that before. I've never heard of it. (laughs) That's fantastic. Mercury's in retrograde. It's in the microwave. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Yeah, there you go, guys. The moon was definitely in the microwave (laughs) on Sunday night. Fucking hell. Um, But that's my weekend. Did I have any other notes? Um, I don't think so. I think you're pretty good to go. Oh, oh. what's the car emergency break? <laughs> My note, car emergency break almost died, lol. That actually happened today. Oh. <laughs> um, so I was driving home, well, I mean, to the wherever, and I went to like, so I was in like going a straight lane, but the car at the front of the lane was turning right from the straight lane because he'd obviously fucked up and like couldn't mm-hmm. move, but just decided to like stay there. And so the light went green and there's a beautiful, nice, big Mercedes in front of me and we all go to go. So I'm like going. And then I look down and my car emergency brake has never worked so hard in its life. <laughs> like I actually would have slammed up their ass if my car brake didn't break. 
I love like that my emergency, emergency break and it is goes so hard. You get whiplash. You it like, like grinds. I'm not sure it's great for the breaks. No, it's not at all. But it grinded the fuck out of them. <gasps> And um, I didn't crash. Perfect. But there was also no one behind me, so thank God. Oh, yeah, true. Um, and then the, the Merc tutored that guy and then it was just the whole thing. But um, thank God for emergency break. It saved me about three times now. They, they're very good. Yeah. yeah. But, like, can I just, like, <laughs> say something I probably shouldn't say? Okay. Because I've been so busy the last couple of days. Everything I've posted on Instagram, every story I've created has been whilst driving. <laughs> um, I you mean, know like, my <laughs> probably shouldn't say that. Yeah, probably are. shouldn't. But, you know, the... Um, collage of like videos from the gym this morning oh no i made that on cap card in the car um tori <laughs> i'm gonna say let's not do that um okay but that wasn't the reason why i crashed that wasn't even my fault oh i didn't crash but almost well not my fault she's a promo multitasker i actually am and i blame my mom for that yeah she taught me how to do you and jackson are horrible yeah yeah and i have been since like the day i got my license <laughs> i've just we been not um <laughs> what's the word the same no, I'm gonna say you're not. Put, don't do this. Don't do this at home. Oh, don't do this at home. Yeah. Don't try this at home, kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you guys suck. Yeah, Dangerous. anyway. Like I don't even do an illegal U-turn. Oh, really yeah, the fuck out of me. <laughs> I'm so, like, so, turn, turn. You can turn. There's no cars coming. No, I can't. There's no U-turn. Turn. I'm like, oh, for fuck. Let's yeah. add five minutes onto the drive. <laughs> yeah. So okay. She's learning. <laughs> okay. She's learning to do illegal things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's my update? Oh, strap in. I went to Melbourne on the weekend and that was actually really fun. I left Friday morning. However, my family was not home the whole weekend. My mum, not there. Gone. Did you even see her? I saw her 15 minutes. We oh, picked her up nice. before dropping me off. Hmm. So on the way. Um, my dad and sister had a horse, horse gone and my other sister was working all weekend. So... That's so nice of yeah, them. so, so nice to think about <laughs> me. It was actually fine though. Like I honestly just went to the gym, saw a few friends, did some work and then went to the hens. Like it went so, so fast. The hens, my first ever hens actually. Oh yeah. Yeah. So fun. I actually like went alone. Didn't know anyone. Like, no, sorry. Take that back. I did know quite a few people, but haven't seen them in a long time. So it was your cousin's hens? Yeah. Just for reference. Yeah. Sorry. Just for but reference. But it was yes. like, keep going. Okay, cool. Um, so we started at the, uh, like a Japanese restaurant, like in our yeah. own private room. Such a fun setup. Like so cool. There's actually like 25 to 30 girls. I didn't know hens were meant to be that big. Are they? Or is that quite big? I mean, it can be as big as you want it to be. Yeah, true. Might okay. have like 50 or something. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, and then uh, we, from there, had a silent disco. Mm, silent looked disco. Jackson was like, why are they listening to headphones in the middle of the street? I'm like, because it's a silent disco pub crawl. Okay. It was so fun. Yeah. So if you're ever going to do that, highly recommend. Also put sunnies on. Now, oh, sunnies on, party on. Don't you know this yet? <laughs> yeah. Tori and I are advocates yeah. for sunnies on, party on. Yeah. If there's a party, our sunnies on. I don't care if, if there's no party, our sunnies <laughs> yeah. on. It turns up the vibe tenfold. Mm. I don't know why. You feel like you're in your own little world. Started off a little bit awkward. And then it got like so fun. And then you put your sunnies on. And then I put my sunnies on. <laughs> and I was a bit tipsy at this point, but not enough to like let let loose. Mm. Um, but that was just like so fun. Me and my cousin did the hoedown throwdown in front of everyone. Wow. So there was a requested song. She started dancing to it. And then the... So how does like, how do you all listen to the same song? All listening to the same song. Is it all Bluetoothed? Yeah. And then oh. there's like an instructor and she talks and we oh. can hear her. So she'll teach us dance moves. That's dance really moves. Dance moves. Yeah. That's really fun. Yeah. So fun. And then, so Ash was doing the hoedown throwdown herself. And yeah. she's like, if anyone else knows, go join her. She looks straight at me. She's like, I know, you know the hoedown throwdown. I was like... <laughs> I absolutely do. So we went in the middle and we did the hoedown throwdown together. And it was so fun. Um, and then we ended up at Richmond Social. Mm. And I got a lot more drunk than I thought. But I pretended I didn't. So I don't know. Like I kind of have a fear around getting drunk only because I don't want to be hungover. And yes. that next day I knew I had to fly back. I knew I had to train. I had to do training programs. I yep. had no time to be hungover. Yep. So I was pretending to myself. I'm so fine. I'm like six drinks deep at this point. Like that's quite a lot for me. Yeah. And wine. So like we're already on a struggle town. Yeah, that's not okay. I was like completely texting everyone like so normally, no spelling errors. Get in the car. I was like, I might vomit. And I was like, that's interesting. That came on really fast. <laughs> um, but I was actually fine. Took some Panadol when I got home, sculled a lot yeah. of water, ate food, went to sleep. It's the food. It's the food. The food and the water. Mm. And I woke up completely fine. Good to go. Just a little yeah. bit tired. That was good. Um, what a weekend. That was fun. That was so fun. 
What's another update? (laughs) (laughs) So I know everyone's here for the boy update. Yeah. Um, Do you want to start with Beach Boy? Okay, Beach Boy. So Mm. obviously hadn't heard from him Mm. since he left to go to Bali. Yeah. Did I say that on the last episode? I'm not sure you did. Very specific. (laughs) Okay, he went to Bali. Um, That's that's very broad. Like so many people go to Bali. Sorry, everyone's in Bali at the moment. Um, And then uh, he hasn't messaged me, but when I got – so I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm sweet. I definitely like would have seen him again. Like he's really sweet, really nice. Um. Then he messaged me yesterday. He replied mm. to one of my stories and he liked my story. He hasn't liked my a single story yet. Right. So I was like, oh, hey. And he said, how was Melbourne? So. You responded? Uh, late last night. He messaged me at 11 a.m. and I replied at 11 p.m. Wow. Yeah. Because. True to mean, keep him keen. Yeah, there was, I just uh, wasn't sure what to do. Yes. <laughs> um, but anyways, he has Bali Belly right now. Oh. And I'm he messaged lucky. me this morning and he's still, I still haven't replied. So I'm, t- I'm taking my time here. Um, so that's a good thing right now. <laughs> yeah. So then leading into boy. Okay. So you know how last week yeah. we said there was the boy. Yeah. We've come up with a name. Sebastian. Emily, our producer, she was like, how about Sebastian from the, what's it called? She's Wait. the man. She's the man. Sebastian Hastings. Yes. So his name is Sebastian. And just like a side note, go watch She's the Man if you haven't or if you have watched it again. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, nothing's happened. It's the love giggles. No, I'm kidding. No. I'm uh, kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, okay. Don't mention that word. <laughs> um, he picked me up from the airport. Oh. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's like, what do I say? Um, he picked me up from the airport. Nothing happened. Dropped me home. Great. Whatever. So nice. Well, nothing's happened. You've just had no. time together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You've spent. Been, yeah. Because yeah. you haven't seen each other. No. Yeah. No, wow. It's been a long time. Okay. Anyways. Um, yeah. We spent majority of yesterday together. Yeah. Yeah. Just um, did all the things. All the things. Food shopping. Yeah. Meal prepping. Yeah. Wow. That's that's quite a lot. <laughs> I called my mum and told her straight away. Oh my God. What did she say? Well, because my mum was like, you never tell me anything. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to tell you everything. So she was kind of happy. <laughs> I bet she would have been. Yeah. I know. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's not really much else because no, you've literally actually, spent time. I found a red flag. Oh my God. With Sebastian? Yeah. <gasps> so I was waiting. I was like, this guys, this man is... She's got a lot of green flags going on. Yeah. And I was like, there has to be something. Like, there just has to be. Okay, it's been like one day of me. I've seen him multiple times before. So, like, yeah. I already knew all the things. But I was like, what's what's going to happen? His shoes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you wrote shoes in the notes. What do you mean? His shoes. Have you, has he, have you ever seen them before? Which ones? Uh, they're Birkenstocks with the cover on top. So, they're like loafers. Birkenstock loafers. The ones that are like covered toe, covered mm-hmm. toes. Oh, I can't say I'm a fan of those. Like if they're like these ones, but like, but mm-hmm. they're Cover. like the full covered. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen him wear them before. Yeah. I'll have to let him know. No, he knows. Okay. You told him? <laughs> yeah. He was like, what are your thoughts? And I just looked at him. Wait, did he, are they like new? I think so. He was like, I was meant to get more Birkenstocks, but I was like, how about for comfort? And I was like, there are comfier things than that. <laughs> and I there just, are comfier and prettier things than yeah, that. And I just looked at him and he was like, I'm going to take that as a No. But then he like, I think he kind of took it on board because then he kept asking me later. He's like, so you're not sure about them? I'm like, can you relax? He's such a like sensitive soul. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, that's so funny. So that's the red okay. flag. Sebastian, get rid of the Birkenstocks. Get rid of the Birkenstocks. Okay. Um, wait, there was also one other thing. Can we? So that's the boy update right yeah. now. That's why I haven't replied to Beach Boy. Yes, because we're in the, mo- what, where? <laughs> yes, <laughs> me and Lily are in the bubble. Yeah. Not like, no. not the newborn bubble. <laughs> Or not the, the love bubble, bubble. No. nothing like that. Just like enjoying. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, let's completely change gears for a second. Okay. This is going serious. Uh huh. There is yeah. So over the weekend, there's been like something come like that has come up for me. I'm gonna say the past few months, like oh very God, very nervous. intensely. No, Have you told me this yet? Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, it's about me, and my dad. What I was speaking to him. About. Oh okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So there's been like something like on my mind for so long and I haven't told like anyone about it. Mm. I've only recently told like my friends and that took like a lot of courage for me to say. Um, wow, this is sounding so serious, but like I literally can't tell you what it is. So like, Yeah, it is quite so personal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they got to a point like I'm really open with my parents and this was one thing that I haven't told them. And I was like, I just need advice. Like I need to tell someone. And it was more of the fact that like I didn't want to disappoint anyone because I know my dad has like, taught me so much like things to grow up with and like all of, I don't know how to put it, like to be independent Mm. and to, yeah, whatever. 
And I was like going back and forth for so long to like tell him. Tori was actually the one that like pushed me to like tell them. She was like, you've got to tell them at like some point. Like it's going to come out. You need to tell them. Um, God, it sounds so serious. <laughs> it's not that bad. Well, like it was. Like yeah, it is serious. Yeah, but like, yeah. So anyways, Friday night, I was like, this is the perfect time. No one's home but my dad. It was like, and I was like, okay, you know what? I've got to tell him. I looked at my watch. My heart rate was over a hundred sitting down. So like I was kind of pretending to myself that it was fine. Like it's not really affecting me that much. It's fucking affecting me mm. so much. All the, I, I think I thought about it once every few hours, which is quite a lot for yeah. like maybe a year now, which is like, that's a, yeah, that's a lot that's of thinking. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that's a lot of brain capacity. <laughs> Go on. Brain capacity. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I, the second I started saying like, I need advice, started blowing my eyes out. As soon as you said, I told my dad, I was like, Oh, she did it. Yeah. Like, I just didn't think you would. Yeah, I know. So I told him and we spoke for like an hour, rundown of everything. And I can't even explain how better, how much better I felt after it. So if this is your sign, basically, if you were bottling something up, you just need to tell people. You just need to get it off your chest. You can also have multiples because I have a few friends that um, I've told and like I have different people telling me different things. So like the second mm. I just valued my dad so much. And so like literally like what he told me to do, I was like, yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah. And from that second, so much better. Like yeah. I can't even explain it. And then I knew she was he was also going to tell my mum. So that means I only had to have one conversation, not twice. Mm. But yeah. So basically just go tell someone something if you're keeping it from you because you're going to feel a million times better. And yeah. Do you want to know something that I'm keeping from you? I'm scared. <laughs> so um, when your mum was in Queensland, yeah. I had the conversation with her. <laughs> Toria! Because, only because I just didn't see you having it. And so she had brought something up. So I continued it. And it was, I think you were in the shower or something. So we were like really quiet oh. in the kitchen. And we were both just like, what do we do? So then that's when she had messaged me the next day. She was like, I can't stop thinking about it. And I was like, neither. Um, and so we were just like, come on, we will plan. And it all went down well. <laughs> but she like, because I, I knew straight away, I was like, I, there's no way your dad would be angry. No, she 100% and, told my dad. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't, 100%. I didn't get any further than that. But we were just more worried about you. Wow, that's so and then, interesting. Because I was just like, when you told me what it was. Yeah. I was like, this just has like something has to happen, and then mm. you weren't making moves. I was like, I need to tell because mom, I was mama. I was sitting on it. I was like, yeah. I don't know, fucking know what to do. But I think just like because I know you and your family and like yeah. your relationship with them, there was no way that they'd be like angry, or whatever. And it was yeah. just a, it was just you finding the right time, which you did anyway. I did, so and I it was just like, myself. but then that's when like your mum was like, you need to tell her this to try oh. and make her tell us. Yeah. Wow, okay. Love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I just stood on the podcast and so she can't get angry at me. <laughs> no, I would never be angry at all. Like I literally tell my family, friends, yeah. whatever. And I knew you so would, funny. but yeah. I was like, cool. I just was well, like. I don't know if my dad knew now because if he did, he played it off well. Well, maybe she didn't tell him. No, she 100% did. My mom, I'm surprised mom didn't even tell me. Like she can't True. keep a secret. But she was like genuinely. But I think we were both surprised at your dad's response. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wasn't surprised, really. Mm. Maybe because he kind of like knew what to say. Yeah. Almost. Oh, maybe, yeah. Because he, he was prepared. already knew. Mm. He had, maybe he had thought about it. Yeah. Interesting. But I, then I went into like so many other things with him that yeah. would have definitely caught him off guard. Yeah. So, wow. Wow. Can't wait to call them after and say <laughs> if he knew. Yeah, I want to know now too. <laughs> wow. That's okay. We just love you so much. So, <laughs> she's baffled. <laughs> I'm in shock. <laughs> all right so was that everything that's <laughs> holy shit that was a long <laughs> intro all right so let's get into today's episode that we did think of about 25 minutes ago now yeah but we ha- don't feel like we've touched on this much we have no. definitely but not like a full episode or something and it's just an interesting topic because we're both very similar but we wanted to dive deeper and chat a little bit about alcohol Mm-hmm. and our our journeys with it, our experience, our thoughts, opinions, all the things. So, I don't know, trigger warning in case anyone, yeah, you know, doesn't Shock have the best alcohol. relationship with alcohol or anything. But, yeah, we're just basically going to talk about, like, our And how we also navigate through it now because I think yeah. that's a common question that comes up with if my friends are drinking and I don't want to drink, how do I go around it? How do I, like, still achieve my health and fitness goals while drinking? Yeah. Just everything to do with that. That balance. So we've just written down some notes, some questions to ask, like, each other. Yeah. Um, so let's go. Let's go. All right. 
Where do we start? Okay, let's do like a very lighthearted. We need we need to upbeat a bit because I'm like a little rattled. <laughs> She's busted. So let's do. When did you first get drunk? Can you story? Oh, I actually don't remember the first time I got drunk. Mm-hmm. But I think I was definitely like 16 the first time I drank. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But most of the time, like, my mum was pretty good. Like, because I'd grown up around like a family, not drinkers, but like. <laughs> if we celebrated like it wasn't like you can't drink and and anything like that and my mum was always like if you drink tell me like we'll always look after you and then I think because my brother and sister were a lot older but they would drink around mum and like made it sound like made it fine like it wasn't like this scary thing which I know a lot of people experience with their parents um so I was never really scared to be like oh my god can I have a drink like it was like hey do you want a drink like one of those kind of situations but I don't really remember my first time I didn't have like a crazy really? blackout drunk first time story. Well. Mm. But I think you've said yours on the podcast. I think I have, but we have a lot of new listeners. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And we kind of actually touched on it with my mum the other day. On yeah. The podcast. Yeah. But like essentially, I think I was 15. Yeah. Which is quite like young, I think. I think that's quite young. Um, I mean, this day and age. Yeah. Who they're they're about 13. So. <laughs> yeah, maybe eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not sure. Um, it was me and my two friends and we went to like some random girl's house. It was like one of my friends, like friends. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And she was like, I'm going to say good hour, 20 wait. Like not close at all. Yeah. We went there and we just like, we all knew we were drinking that night and I knew that was going to be my first time. Not like I've had sips here and there before, but like not like drinking, drinking. Yeah. So they had like jelly shots, vodka, we're playing like games. It was literally just like us three girls and the mum, which is so irresponsible. But anyways, yeah. Wow. yeah. I didn't realise that alcohol takes a while to hit you. So <laughs> I was just like drinking, drinking, drinking. I swear that's just like a teenage thing. You have to go through it. You yeah. have to learn. It's like you do one shot, it doesn't hit you in 30 seconds. Let's do four more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, that's literally what it is. Yeah, and exactly what I was doing. I was like, can't feel it yet, can't feel it yet, can't feel it yet. I think it was like 20 minutes in and I was like, oh. I can feel it. I can feel it. But I still go because I'm like, this is just like, I was just laughing, having fun time at that moment. I all of a sudden flipped a switch, got so drunk. (laughs) I thought I had to go to hospital. Like, I literally was like, I called my mum, not using my phone, using my hand. (laughs) (laughs) Using my hand. There's a video of me speaking to my hand saying, (laughs) and like that's how bad it was I was crying wow and I told her I literally said on my hand phone um you can ground me for the rest of my life but I think I need to go to hospital and get my stomach pumped (laughs) guys I don't think I was that bad I think it was my first experience I was like what is happening yeah anyways my friend's dad picked us up was driving us home because eventually my friends called my mum mm-hmm. and he started driving us home. I vomited all in his car. Oh, no. Yeah. And then woke up the next day, had cheer training, and I think that was my punishment itself. Yeah, that would have that been nasty. It was double, eight hours, four to hour training. So that was so good. And yeah, that was my first time. Peace, love, alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that you remember yours because I just don't. And that's really sad. That is sad. Um... But there is one time, was my 18th birthday. Yeah. And we had like massive party, finally got to have a birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> and we went, like had this massive function thing and then we went out and it was like all my good friends, school friends, acro friends, partners, friends, all of, all of the things. And my dad was there, my coach was there, like a few of my older acro friends were there and I was just like getting pandered drinks. And, like, you guys know I don't drink caffeine. I'm not so great on alcohol. Yeah. Vodka Red Bulls all night long from my dad, from my coach. Like, I never didn't have one uh, two drinks in my hand at one time. And they were just vodka. And my brother, vodka. um, Red Bull. Red Bull. Well, I will never again. I think there was a few times in Europe and a couple of years had vodka. I was like, don't. Yeah, you were like, do not even get that near me. I was like, nah. You wouldn't even have a sip. Nah. I just can't. Red Bull, just, I'm off. I'm gone. Um, And I, like, for my birthday, I wasn't blackout drunk, but it was the following week that, like, actually fucked my heart. Really? Yeah, it was so bad because I think my birthday was a Saturday night and then I had training, like, the Monday, Tuesday. And I think I might have had the Monday off or I went in that Monday and couldn't. Like, if I would do a skill and then stop, my heart rate was, like, 200. Like, it was so cooked. And then it lasted until, like, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Where I'd go to training and as soon as I stopped, like I'd do something and then sit down, it would just skyrocket. And it just like, 
it was the shakes. It was like, oh, it was so bad. And it wasn't like necessarily like a hungover feeling. Like that was on the Sunday. Mm. But like the continuous like heart thing was just like. Yeah, that's not nice. Yeah. And I just never have done it since. That's yeah. probably fair enough too. Yeah. Especially going from zero alcohol to that, you're you're done. Yeah. I can understand like having one vodka Red Bull throughout the night. Yeah. So it's like, oh, like, I'm a little amp. bit tired. That definitely helps. But I yeah. will not have more than, I'm going to say two. Mm. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Would you say that? That can't be your worst experience. No. What's my your worst, worst Okay. The first thing that comes to my mind is just a casual night out with school friends. We yep. had pre-drinks at my house. Just writing notes because I remember another story. <laughs> okay. We had pre-drinks at my house and went to, I think it was like the Albion or we were going oh. to go to the Albion. Oh, yes. This is this is a huge one. <laughs> I just remembered the rest of the night. Um, yeah. So it was like school friends and stuff. And then we went to go to the Albion and one of our best mates didn't get let in for some reason. So we're just like standing on the side of the road. And then for some reason we go back to my house, but I go to get in the Uber with like my family friend and a couple of school friends. And I was like, hold on, I need a spew. Like, she's no good. And we hadn't even started the night yet. Like, nothing. Oh, my God. Spewed on the side of the street, got in the taxi, got halfway home, spewed again. I pulled over because I didn't want to pay that fine. So nice. So nice of you. Got home. Walked Like, this is like when we're living in Port Melbourne. Yeah. Fancy, beautiful apartment. Walked into the lobby. Oh, no. Waiting for the lift. Projectile vomit. No idea what I drank that night. Clearly, you can't it was a stop mixture. it. It comes out. It comes back in full force. Yeah, and so I don't really remember going upstairs. I don't know what we did. Um, went back down. Went out to Crown, and it was like some. I think it was like the soccer grand final or something. Mm. And so yeah, we're at the ground. I'm like holding on to my. Please friends. tell me why you went out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The, I wasn't in. This was probably the worst chunk okay, of my yeah. life. Like this was the really tough period that is a lot of a blur for yeah. me. Um, we go out to the crown. I'm like staggering. I remember this purely because of the videos. We're staggering around. My cousins call me. This is why I went out. My cousins who live in Aubrey-Wodonga, mm-hmm. three hours away, call me. We'll see you at about 10 p.m. We're coming to Melbourne for a night out. They leave Wodonga at like 7 p.m. because they decided they want to go out in Melbourne. Oh, my god! So they get in the car, drive three hours and they're like, we'll meet you at this club. I'm like, oh, righto. So that's why I went back right. out again. At the Crown, watching the soccer, cheering on, whatever. And then everyone, like, all my school friends are like, oh, we're probably going to, like, head or go to this other club. I call my cousins, see where they are. And they're like, meet me at, gosh, I can't even remember what it's called. Mm. I was like, yeah, cool, no worries. I'll just jump in an Uber. Jumped in an Uber myself, go into the middle of Melbourne City, get out of this cab. No idea where I am. And it was like a club in, like, a side street. I oh, know. No idea. Absolutely no idea. The girl's like, it's like $15 entry and I pulled out a $5 note. I was like on the phone. I'm like, I've only got $5. Like I can't, I don't know where to get cash out. Like I'm so drunk. These two guys turn around, hands me five bucks each. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. (laughs) Go into the club. Do not remember a single thing at all. Like I was wasted. And then from there we went to Tramp. Oh, Lord. Because my cousin used to be a DJ. So she knows a lot of DJs and she was like, my best mate's playing at 5 (laughs) a.m. Let's go watch him. Yeah, of course. No worries. Let's go do that. We get a Krispy Kreme on the way. We meet some people on the street, get a kebab, had a party whoop whoop in the kebab <laughs> shop. And then we get to Tramp, starting to sober up. I've been to Tramp once. I went to Tramp for my 18th. That's where oh, we Oh, no. Actually, I went to Rats yeah. if you've been. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> God, Melbourne's just one, one of its own, isn't it? Um, get oh. to Tramp. And I'm like starting to sober up. Gets to 5 a.m. He's not on yet. I'm like, what's going on? Oh, he's not until six. I'm like, okay, let's just hang around a little bit longer. Gets to six. He's not on. Oh, he's not on until 7.30. It just, I don't know why. It just kept getting pushed back and back and back. And I'm like getting really sober, but then starting to get hungover and sick. Oh, no. But I'm still out from the night before. Anyway, I just don't remember if he actually played or not. I can't remember. We left Tramp. I think the Snapchats are about 9.47 no. a.m. On a Sunday morning. That's disgusting. Can you imagine doing that now? Fuck no. I would actually die. <laughs> we were in Europe and didn't say past midnight was our latest. No, just past midnight. Yeah. No, actually two. Was, two? Yeah, because Thingo didn't shut till two. Oh, true. Yeah. True. Which, Sorry. But like, wild. <laughs> wild. Wild. So wild. Yeah, 10 a.m. We get home. Again, we're going back. I don't know what happened to the vomit in the lobby. <laughs> I just don't know. And my cousin, we had this little pond <laughs> out the front of our house at the apartment. 
And um, I can't remember that thing that everyone used to do. Um, it was like a meme thing and it was like if you um, – oh, I can't even – I'm not even going to try okay. it. But anyway, we turn around. She's in the pond fully like wet. And it's like – What are the like, odds? This is, yeah, what are the odds? <sighs> but she played it with herself and then jumped in anyway. <laughs> but she like went and sat on her knees and the pond's like like not even 30 centimetres yeah. like deep with rocks. <laughs> She's like on her knees like – arms out Jesus style <laughs> and just goes and just goes straight into the water and that's when we turn around and go are you actually kidding so we drag her into the bedroom and she's drenched and then there my uncle calls them saying like hey do you want to be picked up he's thinking they're out in Albury Wodonga and they're like oh we're actually in Melbourne like sure come pick us up oh my god a week later I was in hospital oh yeah why tonsillitis glandular fever appendicitis <laughs> Perfect. Dory's body can handle it. Yeah. Perfect. Peace and love and alcohol. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So fun. That was my probably, well, yeah, that's my, yeah. that was my biggest night. Yeah. I can see why. And my final. And your final. Mm. Final hurrah. Yeah. Mine, I have like two yep. vivid memories. There's obviously been like quite a few, like year 10, 11, 12, kind of went intense. Hardcore. Yeah. Loved it. Actually, had so much fun. Anyways. <laughs> yep. The biggest like two I remember, one was in Adelaide. I had like a little bit of party girl era in Adelaide, which I think I've spoken about before. Mm. It was, I don't know if it was a grand final or no, actually I think we're just watching the footy. I think like the sample was playing, one of the boys were playing, so we're just watching it. No, I think it was AFL. It doesn't, that's beside the point. <laughs> and we started having cocktails. It was my friend's birthday. We were making like ourselves like cocktails. So fun. Really strong. Really, really strong. That's what happens when you make your own cocktails. Yes. Uh, but like the sweetness as well were like mm. really sweet. So high, high sugar. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. We sing happy birthday. For some reason, our goal was to go skinny dipping. We wanted to go skinny dipping so badly. I don't know. I think I wanted to go skinny dipping. <laughs> I don't know why. That's fun. Yeah. So we're going to wait till sunsets. We decided to go at 5 p.m. This is like sun's well and truly up. Adelaide this is, is Adelaide. Like 8 PM. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We decided to, if you're from Adelaide, we decided to go to um Grange Beach. Now Grange that's Beach like one of the main beaches. Yeah, it's one of the main <laughs> It's like Broad Beach if you're on the Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um my ex Oh, you showed me the videos of this. Yeah. My ex drove us there. Oh, it's so weird. Anyways. Um and he was like, what the fuck is happening? Like he was off me, like not having a bike because he's dead sober by this point. Uh. Yeah. Well, he has. He wasn't drinking. It's was just me and my two friends. We get out of the car and it's so fun. I was pissing myself. I thought it was so funny. The other girls were, like hiding themselves. Like, oh yeah, like tell around me, but no, like no clothes. I dead bowled into the water, <laughs> butt naked, going for the ocean, splishing, splashing, <laughs> flopping. I don't remember any of this. I just see videos. I come back, top's gone. Like I'm. Oh, I put bathing bottoms on, guys. I am responsible. Anyways, we get back. Well, in I the thought car. you were skinny dipping. Yeah, after I skinny dipped, I put them back on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, that is so embarrassing. <laughs> I actually cannot believe I did this and saying it. Anyways, we get back in the car. I bring. I'm gonna say like two gallons of sand into the car. Like it's. I'm like rolling on the sand. By the way, like I am. I can't even walk straight. I'm flopping. I'm in the sand. It's all in my hair. So when I get in the car, my towel is full of sand as well because I didn't like shake it out. And sand is everywhere. And he just looks at me and he's like, you're kidding me. First off, he's like, why is my girlfriend running naked to the ocean while I'm watching? Like, anyways, oh let's get home, God. get in the shower. I don't remember a single thing. Like, I can't even stand at this point. I go straight to bed, like pretty much straight to bed. Wake up the next morning. I never felt so unwell in my whole entire life. I think it was mainly, yeah, mainly because of the sugar, sugar content. Yeah. That is what got me. The headache. I thought I needed to go to hospital. I couldn't even open my eyes. My hair has never been so naughty oh in my, my entire God. life. First thing he says to me is, you got to go clean my car. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yep. And I was like, yeah, so fair. So fair. So I go try and clean it. Then I try and take it to like uh, like to vacuum it myself. And I couldn't get coins. Started crying because I was just all over the place. Anyways, that was a vivid memory because that was just like, that's bad. Like you just don't mm. do that. That's just wrong. You don't really want to get to that point. You don't want to get to that point. Dumb, dumb girl. Yeah. Um, my second one was just in Bali, <laughs> but I'm convinced I got spiked. That was only because I was so hungover. That's why and we had to catch a plane the next day. But like all of my friends were saying we could hardly speak. Mm. We were like vomiting, like there was nonstop. Um, and we had to check out at 10am and I've never, I don't remember like half the night 
was not fun wow. time at all. We didn't even have a blackout night in Europe. No, but it's because we all like don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because you want to get up and explore the next exactly. day. Exactly. So there yeah. are like funny stories. When do you reckon was the point or the age where you kind of flipped and well, were when like I ended up in hospital? Was that was that the time? Yeah. Wow. Well, because from like so I feel like I turned 18, went to Worlds in April of 2018. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of came home from Worlds and we finally got like a break and my back was injured. So we we're having a bit of time, like just like reduced our training a bit. Yeah. So that kind of time was like, all right, let's just like, I didn't really get to go out. I had my 18th and then that was it because I was training so hard for Worlds. Yeah. So then by the time I got home from Worlds, I was like, let's have some fun. Let's enjoy being 18. And so there was a few nights like in a row, or, like weekends in a row, we'd gone out and then that big weekend happened. And then I ended up in hospital. Um, and then that's when I had my appendix taken out. And then my recovery was awful. So mm. it was like 10 weeks of just nothing disgusting. Yeah. And then that's when I put on 12 kilos. And then that's when everything spiraled with like mental health breakup. Right. Um, PCOS. Yeah. Everything. Everything. So then from there, like that whole, like I'd say coming home from Worlds to the next like eight, probably even, yeah, eight months, maybe longer, was just like, oh, it's such a blur. Because, like, once I got sick and injured, I didn't work. And then I was so mentally unwell that I just didn't – like, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't work. I didn't know what I was doing. Like, we had moved out because mum and her ex-partner were having another moment. Yep. And it was just, like, everything was fucked mm. at that point. So it was, like, that was probably a good eight months where I was just, like, what am I doing? What is life? Hating myself, hating life. And then it was probably, like, once I'd gone to Hobart – early in 2019 was when things kind of started to like pick up. Yeah. But then COVID hit. But I think like COVID was like pretty chill. Like I was So just I must have like met you almost at your pivotal point. Yeah. Like, or just after that No, point. yeah. Because I moved to Adelaide. So COVID was like, what was? 2020. Yeah. Jan, like Jan, Feb. Yeah. So I came home from Hobart March of 2020. So like right as COVID was, well, I got sent home because yeah. of COVID. Yeah. Um, and then I was home January, February, March, April, May, June, and then went to Adelaide, like June, July of 2020. And I met you. Yeah. So once I kind of moved to Adelaide and met Jackson, like that's when everything started to pick up. Yeah. So it was like a good rough eight months and then things like slowly increased. Mm -hmm. Like I was trying to start getting back into like health and fitness. And then once I moved to Adelaide, Jackson literally changed my life (laughs) or saved (laughs) my life. You could say. That's also yeah. why Tori has a tattoo on the back of her arm. That's like a rebirth. Like, Well, it's funny because I got it. I got my tattoo of wings with mm-hmm. 2020 and I was originally just going to get wings and then I got it with 2020 because mum was like, yeah, this is going to be your year. Like you're going to turn everything around. Like your life's going to change. And so I got it in January of 2020. Did you? Yeah. Oh. In summer. And I remember because I went with two of my friends and like I freaking love my tattoo. What side is it on? This one. Um. And so then like I go to Hobart and then like I meant to go traveling with the circus and then COVID hits, get sent home and like you spend lockdown. Yeah. Um, but that year still was like the most pivotal year I've ever had. Right. Like just, just thinking about it, like started the year like so mentally, physically unwell mm. and then moved into state by myself, then moved back home and then moved into state again, literally met the love of my life and turned my whole life around. Oh, wow. So, That's like, crazy. everyone's always like, it's COVID. I'm like, no, like, I actually rebirthed myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I it's actually quite pivotal. Human. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely didn't have, like, anything like that. Like, mm. throughout school, like, especially year 12, I was very into, like, my health and fitness. Um, after, like, my first year of uni, like, I ran a half marathon. So, like, I was still, like, all in that yeah. kind of vibe. I just, like, kind of – I never got to a point where, like, I lost myself at all, like – had nothing to do that. I was just like growing up 18 to 21, having a fun time. That yeah. was literally it. Just like your average person. Then it was kind of like when COVID hit mm. that when we moved back to Adelaide, sorry, back to Melbourne, I kind of just started like focusing on like the gym. I stopped doing like group classes and then kind of just got into bodybuilding and that was that and mm. swapped my career. Yeah. But I feel like the way you did it is like so quote-unquote normal yes like you kind of just went through that party stage which yep. like everyone does and everyone gets blackout drunk at 18 like yeah you tell me that you didn't yeah. I think like yeah. I don't know I don't know if mine would have been different if like 
yeah, I don't know. I feel like I just like Worlds was like everything for me. Like I mm. literally trained five years to get to Worlds. So then mm. I gave everything to Worlds. And then once that was done and we had time off, I was like, fucking let's party. Yeah. And then I don't think I was like, not that I wasn't around the right people, but I think it was just like, you just get so caught up in it. 100% because my friends back then, I'm still close with, fr- close with now. Mm. So I don't think mine, besides Adelaide probably a little I, yeah. All my friends there actually now like hardly ever drink and it wasn't them. It was more like the boy footy club culture. Yeah. That is why I drank, not the girls I was with. But all my friends that I drank with when I was 18 to 21, I would still do stuff with now. So mine yeah. wasn't really friends besides the footy club. Yeah. yeah. I think too, like a part of it was like when I was so in like a bad state mentally, it was like, well, let's just drink. Like yeah. let's just drink everything away. And I wow. like probably haven't, I would say ever thought, admitted that or thought about it that way yeah but more so during COVID it was like what, what else do you do yeah. and it was literally me my stepsister and my best friend at the time yeah. and it was like every weekend we just have a new set of friends over and we'd just like make our own cocktails and mm. watch the footy and stuff but it was just like one what else are you meant to do I was not confident in who I was at all yeah. so it was like well here we go here we go my <laughs> bottoms like, up <laughs> yeah I kind of formed like a anxiety around drinking which is gonna like take me a fair while to like get over from like just like being around people that treated alcohol very differently mm. and it wasn't a thing of like let's go out for a few drinks it was always let's go out for a few drinks and get home at 6am yeah like I never did that but like that's what I associated alcohol with and I had like there was like I would say like a bit of trauma around that so now I feel like it's caused me to almost be in the mindset I am now yeah and everyone goes through like different journeys with alcohol as well. Like it's so different. Um, let's just like switch the gears a little bit. Mm. How do you alco- um, navigate alcohol now? So like if we're going to speak to all like all our listeners, I feel like everyone's kind of on the same page. We can have a drink here and there. But like what do you do if your friends are going out and you want to go out too? You maybe don't want to have as many drinks. Like let's let's unpack this. I think what I've learned and discovered and unpacked within myself <laughs> would be the more confident that I've gotten within myself yeah. is is everything. That's huge. So like growing up, like 18, 19, you're fresh, you'd want to drink, sure. And then going through like 19, 20 was like, I hate is such a strong word, but like I did hate who I was. Like I just hated what I was doing. I had no idea what I was doing, no idea what I was going through, didn't know how to manage it. No one knew what it was. And so it was like you were drinking to get away from that. Mm-hmm. And then as I've obviously grown to realise that I cannot handle alcohol, but the more work that I've done internally, I literally just don't need a drink to have fun. And I I literally just put that down to confidence. That was like the biggest thing that changed for me too. Yeah. Going from feeling like I have to drink to being able to say no easily. Yeah. Because I like can go out and and have fun. Yeah. Now like people ask all the time, it's like, how do you go out and not drink? I'm like, how do you go out? Like, how can you not say no? Yeah. (laughs) Like I find that weird now. I'm like, how can you just not say no if you don't want to? And I think the biggest thing that people don't realise is you don't, you can still dance. If you're going out and sober, you don't have to stand in the corner like an awkward freaking person. Go have a boogie. Tori's the most sober one there and will be the one who's doing the biggest dance moves. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and be social, still speak to people. Like you don't have to act sober. You yeah, know what I mean, like almost act drunk, like and like loose. sure, people aren't like all like me and going to dance exactly. sober, like a retard on the dance floor. But I think like like Jackson, for instance, yeah. would you would never catch him dead dancing on the dance floor sober, let alone drunk. Yeah, but I think it's like well, even for turf games, for example, like massive weekend, everyone was like, yeah, let's go out, like celebrate, let's have a few drinks. Sure, I was like, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I've had a massive weekend physically, like stress on the body. I'm not gonna then go and have alcohol. And wake up feeling shit tomorrow. And I was just like feeling so inspired. And I was like, I don't want to wake up like that tomorrow. Um, And I know my recovery Mm. is times two than the average human. Yeah. (laughs) Because of my, how long my body takes to recover. But I think, yeah, the biggest thing that I've learned is just the more confident you can be in yourself and just being stern with your answer. And I've mentioned this before. Like if you need to come up with an excuse, then do it. Yeah. Say you're pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not pregnant. (laughs) But if you're like... I've got to, I'm driving or I've got to go to the app. Like just anything tomorrow, like you can just, little white lie, Mm. it's a positive white lie because you're trying to help yourself. And I think for other people, it's like once you just say 
once you give them something that, for a reason, then they're like, oh, okay. Yes. But if you're just like, I don't want to drink, then they're like, oh, well, why, why not? It's like, well, just fuck off. <laughs> like if I'm drinking or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Also, have a drink in your hand. If that is Sprite, Coke, water. Tell them it's vodka lemonade. And no one's going to ask a question. If you have a drink in your hand, and it also like helps you like sip on something. Sometimes yeah. it's awkward if you have like, you're just standing there with hands by your It side. is a little bit, isn't yeah, it? I yeah. like to have something in my hand. Always like, um, instead of vodka, lime soda, just have lime soda. Yeah. No one knows and you're good to go. No one's going to ask you anything else. And that's the best way to do it. Yeah. The, I, sorry, go. I think the second thing to that is... Like your friendship group. Yeah. So obviously if you're hanging around people doing it every weekend, you get it's so easy to get caught up in it yeah. if that's what you're about or not. Um, and then I think just as we've grown and evolved and changed our, I guess you could say like life path, you find the people who will never question if you're drinking or not. Yeah. That was – I was so nervous to go to Europe purely for the alcohol. I was like, I can't do back-to-back nights. I'm so scared of getting really drunk. Like all of those things – Europe literally proved to me that if you are in the right friendship group, you can yep. still have a good time. We only drank like a few of the nights. Not like we didn't get so drunk. Like there was nothing like that. And I had the best night of my whole entire life being half drunk. Yeah. Waking up completely so like no hungover or anything. And that was the best night of my whole entire life. I remember the whole thing as yeah. well, which is even better. So that's the other thing is just like, think who you're going out with if they're going out every single weekend it's just like not the vibe and it's also the way they talk about alcohol so if you're like no I don't want to drink they're like they constantly question you well then kind of like check that in comparison to like if I tell Tori I'm not drinking she's like okay cool Mm. yeah yeah it definitely just makes the biggest difference like it's it's huge it is it changes a lot yeah um I had a question for you now. I can't remember. I was also going to touch on like, you can still achieve your health and fitness goals if you want to drink. You don't have to have like a goal in mind and cut alcohol completely out. For example, on the weekend, I drank, right? Like I am like getting very, very close to my prep now. I'm not using every weekend. I'm like, oh, I have to get drunk every single weekend before I go because that's just going to ruin all my progress. If you're drinking every single weekend, 100%, it's going to impact your progress. There's Mm. no denying that. If you have a drink every now and then, it's going to do absolutely nothing. You're allowed to like let loose. You're allowed to enjoy yourself. It's almost you have to surrender to the fact that you're allowed to let loose and live your life. You don't have to be on your shit 24-7. You can still enjoy your 20s while doing all these amazing things as well. Yeah. And that's what I feel like I get caught in and maybe sometimes you as well is like I'm not allowed to drink. But like I am. Yeah. It's not going to change anything. Yeah, 100%. Mm -hmm. I think for me mine is like what will hinder my progress is the recovery. So if I go and have an absolutely wild night out and get blackout drunk – I'm going to be down and under the dumps for a good week or two. And then that's going to ruin my progress. But that doesn't take away from the fact that I can't go and have a few drinks with dinner or have an early night, like start early, finish early and just be responsible with my drinks. And it's like, I well, we can still go out, get tipsy and have a reasonable amount of drinks so we know we're not going to be hungover, go home, eat, have lots of water, wake up feeling fresh but had the best night. That is what I never used to be able to do. That is why when I go out now I almost enjoy drinking in comparison to like being like, okay, I have to drink to get drunk. Now I can just drink, kind of get tipsy. If I want to escalate, I can. If I want to downplay, I can as well. Like you don't have to drink every single time you go out to get drunk. You can have two drinks and stop at that. You can have five and stop at that, whatever that may be. You don't have to go hard every single time you go out. And that's like, I don't remember the last time I got drunk drunk. Yeah. At all. I remember in Tropicana in Mykonos, I got like kind, I was feeling myself getting drunk. What did I do? Go to the bar, get myself a litre of water. Yeah, well, she took me along with you. (laughs) Yeah. Got a Euros, sat at the table by myself, ate the Euros, had the litre of water, then went back on the table. Like I got myself out of it. So just like I have a fear of getting to that point of like no control now. Yeah. Um, My my alcohol anxiety definitely comes from the fear of being like hungover. 100%. Because like – it's so bad for yeah. me. Yeah. I know, like, I know that I can, like, almost, like, handle my alcohol now. I never used to be able to. I yeah. never – I used to have to go, like, shot, drink hard. And now I'm, like, okay, I'm feeling tipsy. I'm going to leave it for another hour. And I'll always go drink and water. Yeah. Always a drink my and water. My mum, like, drilled. Like, I would be out at a night – like, I reckon every night out – from like when I was like 18 to 20. Yeah. Even now, sometimes mum's like water, drink, water, yep. drink, water, drink. Like every time. And I promise you, you're not going to get any less drunk. Oh. But you're going to wake up 
feeling so much better. Yeah. For example, on Sunday, like I actually got like a little bit drunker than I thought on the weekend. Still completely fine. Yeah. Um, got home, had a shower, did all my skincare, ate some food, had Panadol, had like a liter of water. I woke up feeling completely fine because I was like on hydration and just like mm. being on top of myself. Yeah. I think so with like with maturity and age, you learn your yep. limit and like how many drinks or what drinks depend on like how drunk you can get. Yes. Like if I want to get blackout, I'm drinking wine. Yeah, I drank wine on the weekend, but <laughs> I stopped myself. So like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's why in Europe I was like, I'm not drinking wine. Like that's just not it. Yeah. So like for me, like my go-to drink now would be like a vodka soda or a gin and tonic mm. or yeah, that's about it. Mine's gin and tonic. That's yeah. my favorite. Gin what was yours good. growing up? Um, Cruises my or UDLs. A good like oodles. I, I loved an oodle. Mine was double blacks because mum would buy them for me and she didn't realise it was double for a while there. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone that I went to school with would drink little fat lambs. No. Yeah. Is, uh, Disgusting. Yuck. That is like death in a bottle. How about a goon bag? Oh, yeah. no. Nah. That's just like pure Australian. We had, yeah, we had um this like event, not event, it was like drinks around the fire um in the backyard and I'm not going to say who, but a certain someone just got so blackout drunk um, with a goon bag and me and someone were holding like their hair back, vomiting. No, no. And she was just like, I will never do that again, but I will never live that down. Like yeah. it was just so, so funny, but yeah. goon bag, no. It's a um, no. But little fat lambs, absolutely not. I never actually had one. Don't play Don't do it. it. Yeah. Mine would be Cruise or Udiel. Mm-hmm. Udiel. Udiel. Yeah, cruise or double black. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Actually, I remember the last sorry, sorry, the last time I got really drunk. Mm. Your birthday. Oh last yes. year. Well that's what I was gonna bring up before. I feel like my birthday, like we had so much fun. Yeah, I did. And like, yes, <laughs> you definitely got more drunk than me 100%. and you were very hungover the next day. I was so hungover. But it wasn't like we were you weren't blackout drunk. No, like I remember you were the still whole night. with it, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was just such a fun night, but yeah. we were still in control. That's a huge difference. And it was difference. just good, good group. And the only reason I got severely hungover was because I mixed maybe like five different types of drinks yep. together. But like, again, still remembered everything, still acted responsible. Like I wasn't silly, wasn't anything. So it just seriously proves who you are around is going to make the big difference. Yeah. yeah. What do you think like your opinion or views on alcohol was then compared to now? You used to drink to get drunk. Yeah. And now you can drink to have fun. Yeah. Like I think those are the two big different things. Yeah. Um, and like now I almost like can still have fun without alcohol. I think that's yeah. the biggest thing. Whereas growing up, you're almost taught that alcohol is what equals fun. But now I'm just like life equals fun. Yeah. Like I love my life. So yeah. why do I need alcohol to enhance it when my life is already great? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that's the this biggest thing. So random. But I have my eyebrows done today and she got a little bit of tint like on my face. Yeah. And she was like, you, she was like, um, just like tried to rub it off and like wax it off. Yeah. And then. She was like, hang on, let me just get a little alcohol wipe and like rub it off. And it came off like straight away. Yeah. And she was like, literally goes to show how toxic like alcohol is, <laughs> yeah. which it's just crazy. came to my mind because like it is really toxic. Yeah. I think mine is very similar. I think I still have, if my, if my mom didn't preach like you don't need to have alcohol to have fun, then I wouldn't have learned it so early on. Yeah. Um. So God bless her because amazing. But I think I still am in that little bit of mindset of like I drink to get drunk because I'm not the type of person that'll have a drink with dinner. Like yeah. if I, I will drink if I'm going to have, doesn't mean I'm drinking to get blackout. Yeah. But like if I'm like turf games, I didn't want to just have one or two to celebrate. Yeah. I would just have water. Yeah. But if I was like, yeah, let's go out and like have a boogie and have fun and have a big night, like then I would. think the difference here, you don't like the taste of alcohol. Yeah, so no. So what's the point having it? Whereas yeah, I do like wine yeah. and I do like margaritas and cocktails. So actually like enjoy the taste of alcohol but if yeah. I didn't why am I just drinking it for the sake of it yeah yeah a lot of the time I'd get like a virgin cocktail I was gonna say because mocktails. I just don't like the taste of alcohol yeah. yeah yeah that's a very good way to do it yeah I hope you took something from that the biggest thing here is basically one hold a drink when you go out if that's water vodka no <laughs> lime soda yeah check the friendship group you're around Decide make up a little white lie if you need to white lie if you need to and just kind of check how often you're going out and drinking mm. and just enjoy. And just like evaluate if it's helping you move forward or not. Yeah. Like if you're not achieving your goals and you're not moving at the pace you want to, then just reevaluate what you're doing on the weekends, who you're around and like checking on your limit. Yeah. Your limit. And then go from That's there. That's the biggest one. Yeah. 
And if you're going to spend Sunday hungover or spend Sunday doing a Sunday reset. Yes. So you're prepared for Monday and not comes to Monday and you're like, fuck. I have a grocery shop meal prepped behind on training, haven't stabbed, haven't done washing. We yeah. don't like that. We don't like that. We yeah. don't do that here. Um, so we just spoke for an hour. Um, don't know how we did that. <laughs> we do this every week. We're just so good at talking. <laughs> um, but the next time I not see you, and the next time you guys hear from us will be all things Thailand yes. update. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, because it's going to be a whole week apart. <sighs> it's going to be time difference. It's going to be a whole week of me traveling and exploring Thailand. Wow. And you're going to probably see Sebastian a few more times. <laughs> So there's going to be so many updates. That's so much for us. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. That's all from us. We will be back in the next week. Love you guys. See ya. Bye.